0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode, we are talking about God's will, how to find it, how to stay in it, and is there a possibility that you can find yourself outside of God's will for your life? Fuller, you ready? Let's go. Thank you for
1: joining us at Real Talk Christian, a place where real Christians talk about real issues
0: impacting the community and the world as it pertains to Christians. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller.
1: What's going on, Mark? What's up, Fuller? Dude, are you recording us right now? I'm recording video for us, man, right now, recording
0: here in our, well, studio? Dude, dude, we got some big plans. Oh, hi camera. We got some big plans for this room though. Yeah, we I do. mean, I got to mud that still and sand it and paint over there and It's all right. We won't show you we won't the, show people. the
1: listeners and the viewers. But uh, yeah, we're recording one of our uh our podcast episodes right now and wanted you to join us.
0: I don't I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to follow that. Except um we got we we got to make a confession though, dude. What's the confession? There's no coffee being drank in this episode. No,
1: if you actually, I'll, I'll show our, our viewers here right now. I'm actually drinking milk. And you're drinking apple Apple cider, cider
0: baby. Hot apple cider. <sighs> Hot apple cider. Nice. I love it. <laughs> well, now that we're done with, <laughs> with posting the video, we can get into it. But we're drinking water. We're drinking cider. But we're ready to have a good, good conversation. So before we jump in, though, this is a little while back, but I have a confession to make. So, I have not done a good job with keeping up with posting my every day of Thanksgiving. Oh, I did two days strong. Two. Then I had a few in my head. And they never made it onto my calendar because I don't see my calendar. I need to put it on my phone. For our listeners, it's only been a week. <laughs> It's only been a week, Mark, and you've already failed it.
1: Yep, I sure did.
0: But I, I think I need to put it in my phone because like, I think about it when I'm in my office. You need
1: to do a reminder on your phone,
0: right? Like, well, it's, it's more like you know, whenever I think about it, it's like I'm in my office or I'm right. out and about, like I'm not home with my written calendar up on the wall to actually do this thing. So I think I need to just change my tactic a little bit because I'm. I think about it like it's in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. In fact, one of the one of my mentors, he even was talking about how do you keep the. Uh, uh, the the, the the beauty and the awe of of Jesus in front of you, and he's mm-hmm. just like, you you just do it. Like, you just make it a point <laughs> to put it in front of your face. I Man, that's what I need to do. Put it in front of my face just, versus in the counter on the wall. Just got to be a Nike guy and just do, just do it. I'm an Adidas guy, though. Oh, well, you're in trouble. And Reebok, because Adidas bought out Reebok. I'm, but I'm a Puma guy, so... Puma I don't... Dude, they're uncomfortable, so, bro. Wow, like They don't fit my feet well. That's what my shoes are right over nah, there. Right no, I'm wearing my slippers. I'm wearing my cozy slippers. slippers. But, but either way, we are talking today about God's will for your life. Not God's will, like a person, but actually, what does it mean to actually follow after mm, God? And yeah. And this is a conversation that actually... I want to hear your thoughts on this in a second, but this is not a conversation that I don't think a lot of adults deal with. Mm. I think we do. I think we just get so busy by the rest of life that we just fail to remember this aspect because we got kids, we got ball games, we got homework, we got this, we got that, we got church, we got friends, family, small group church. List goes on and on and on and on. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm going to be buying a book from Jefferson Bethke about the busyness of life and how we need to slow down. And his title is a wonderful. Title. It's a Christian guy, but it says to hell with busyness that is uh, like send busyness literally to hell to burn hmm. so um so i'm curious about this title i'm curious to see what's going to go down with it but that's a book i want to buy um but this is a conversation that actually tons of teenagers stress out about every single hmm. day um last year i was working on a uh, servant series and i talked with my small like, i talked with my student leadership team um right. these core teens that i'm i'm well, now I, I handed the reins over to another leader um I said, what is something you deal with all the time? They're always like, what's God's will for my life? How do I make decisions? College, this, boyfriend, girlfriend, job, this. How do I know God's will for my life? Because I don't want to be outside of it. Because if you're a good Christian, outside of God's will. Does that mean you don't get your blessing and, and all these different mm, things? Yeah. And it's caused so much anxiety over it that to the point where I'm like, okay, we'll talk about it. So what are some things that you're stressed about? And the top answers were always high school. It's about... Who should I date, or more the question of what if I marry the wrong person, or right. what if I choose the wrong college, what if I choose the wrong career, will my entire life be a waste? I have the and that's an- a big hefty question. I have the answer already.
1: Already, already, have dude. The answer.
0: We're five minutes in.
1: We can end it right after this. Jesus said it best.
0: What did Jesus say?
1: Do the sparrows worry about what, where, when, or where they will eat, or the flowers in the field, whether they will be dressed? Why worry about tomorrow? For today has its own worries. And that is the truth. That's the podcast. That's Thanks, the guys. Podcast.
0: Bye. <laughs> so I but but the follow up question then is how do we make those decisions? Like yeah. I guess it's big. We don't have to worry about tomorrow, but right. we still have to make decisions. You can't be like, oh can't be stagnant. Well, that's and that's what the Thessalonians got slammed for with Paul was they right. were like, Oh, Jesus is coming back. Let's quit our jobs. Let's just let's just party. Let's on. Just <laughs> on a cir- well, they, they were like, let's just set a circle Jesus comes back, and Paul's like, Y'all bunch of idiots. <laughs> Go to work. Go so, to work. Let me ask you. Um
1: when, when did you figure out God's will for your life as
0: far as your ministry? As far as, like, as ministry? Yeah, ministry. Like, like being a pastor? Yeah. Um well I I'll say this. Um I've actually hardly ever stressed about if I was in God's will or not. In terms of like some, some teams worry so much about, oh, I want to make sure like I'm in God's will if I choose the right place. I'm such a decisive person. I'm like, I'm right. going to college here. Like, I knew what college I was going to when I was a sophomore in high school. And then it confirmed it when I visited their senior year. I'm like, this is the place. Um, I've had other opportunities that I just go with the flow, but I'm a, right. a go-with-the-flow type of kid anyway, so I'm...
1: You're a decisive go-with-the-flow. I'm
0: a decisive go... I'm, I'm, I'm a weird hybrid. Like, <laughs> I'm a second child, but I'm... You're the, like a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> you can go gas or electric. It doesn't matter. Could we have said, like, a Tesla... Oh, no. Or like no, a Jaguar, but no, you went with a Prius. You're a powder blue Prius, man. <laughs> <laughs> a powder blue Prius. No, but so it's one of those things where, um, and, and I think we'll get into this farther down the podcast of, of how do you make those decisions. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's one of those facts of uh, y- y- growing up, you know, my dad died when I was 10. Right. Um, those people who stepped in my life the most and poured the most into me, which looking back wasn't as much time as what I thought it was. Right. Um, they were my youth pastors or my pastors in general. And I always, you know, looking back, it was a thought of, they did this for me. I want to do that for other teens, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I would do. I'm, I'm not called to be a pastor. I felt called to be a youth pastor. Yeah. Um, but I remember there was a specific day I was at a, uh, they called them a youth rally, but it was basically VBS camp shoved into one day on steroids. It was the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the fun, like they still do something like this, but it's it very conservative Christianity. So right. the games were fun. Like, I mean, we're talking like they had competitions for everything from like, I think they might have had airsoft, but you know, volleyball tournaments, golf, um, chipping tournaments. They had, uh, foxhole foosball. They had, um, human foosball. They had tons of stuff just to go hang out, tons of free mm, food. I cool. mean, it was like, um, I don't know. It was a mixture between like a camp and 4-H fair without the animals. Like it was just it was a really good time. Right. And then they would always bring in the colleges, you know, and the college Maranatha now university would come and bring their choral group and they would sing and that was boring. And then they had someone who would lead songs and like I can still tell you the songs, but they were written for like fourth graders, not seniors. Mm. Like I'm going back, back, back when I should be pressing on. I'm going back, back, back when I should be growing strong. (laughs) <laughs> growing stronger yeah. jesus growing that's stronger good. in the lord not back 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 i should be pressing on i'm going uh, it's, we yeah ju- we like, just lost
1: like 90 percent of our listeners exactly right there. <laughs> that's it like no 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 but
0: if we lost 90 percent of our listeners that's how i felt at this thing dude right. like i'm like you've got to be freaking kidding me like no but the, the 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 speaker they brought in um he was actually the traveling evangelist from the university that I went to, and now he's the president over at Bob Jones, uh, which, you know, that's a different conversation, Uh, Stephen Pettit. I always called him Stevie Pettit. Um, And the idea was, is as Christians, he was not given a call to be a pastor. He was more the fact of, will you surrender your life to whatever God puts in front of you in Mm -hmm. terms of whatever God's calls is for your life, will you be willing to follow no matter where that takes you? Now, obviously from the Christian standpoint, that even means, are you willing to go to Ecuador to be a missionary? Are you willing to be the next Jim Elliot? Are you willing to be a pastor and and all these different things? But he didn't take it from that route. It was more the fact of, it was more of a call to whatever you do, will you be God's servant in that kind of like the Martin Luther call? Um, And so I said, yeah, I definitely would. And, um, through high school I had a lot of opportunities to actually do you ready for this preaching competitions I did preaching competitions and it was the idea was is who has the best sermon if I'm convicted you know some of these who, kids whoever has the biggest altar w- call they win basically <laughs> but it was more the fact of like they wanted to teach us to teach but when you put a you know competitive oh yeah when, edge, when you put Mark anywhere Mark hides <laughs> in baby like let's go but I didn't want to do it it was more the fact of no one did it so uh, like no one raised their hand to do this style of sermon or something like I, I I'll, I'll try. I right. like talking. But so so I went that route and did that and, and found that not that I, have, I had a gift for it, but I'm like, I kind of like this. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the study and I enjoyed the hmm. challenge. I enjoy presenting the material in such a way that hopefully it's, it's understandable. Right. Um, so a mixture of that mixture of who influenced me the most, having that pull of I want to influence teenagers in some way, shape or form. For me, it was one, and, and then visiting Northland, which was a Bible college. Right. Um. It was obvious of this is where I was going to go. Now, did I think I was going to walk out and be a youth pastor? Not necessarily. I just you knew I was supposed to be involved in church work in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Whether I mean, my my, my major was sport ministries. Yeah, we so, talked about that. Yeah, right. I talked about that. So my major yeah. was sport ministries. So I didn't want to be a youth pastor. I wanted to be involved in sports 24/7 right. and use that as gospel opportunities. Um, but I I needed to make a paycheck, and no one was really hiring sport ministers. So. <laughs> I'll hire you. I went to children's ministry for a year. There's a reason why I don't do children's ministry anymore. Uh, I loved it, but not for me, dude. It was exhausting, and yeah, um, yeah that, there's a long story with that. You gotta that. be gifted in that area. You gotta be to do gifted that. in that, and it's more of the fact of you're more so being the mentor to the parents. Right. And I was 21. Like, no. Yeah. How are you gonna be a mentor? To parents? And and I was I, I was a shooting for the job because the person my my mentor actually left and went to a different church the same year I was there. Oh, so the wow. position was open. I could have right. applied for it, but I said no. I'm not doing this. Um. So then I became the youth pastor at Southside because I love teenagers. I want to pour into teenagers. And now it's like, this, this is what I want to do. Like, I love yeah. teenagers. I want to pour into it. So for me, it was more the fact of life circumstances. I had a bunch of opportunities, which that's why I try to give teenagers as many opportunities as we can with right. our T-shirts are designed by a teenager. Our worship is all led by teenagers. I'm, I am I try to get teenagers to actually give messages when when they say yes. You all need to start saying yes again. Um <laughs> And, and just other opportunities, uh, like I got a senior high girl, this was not my thing, she's leading a junior high Bible study now, and oh, and so cool. all these opportunities were thrown my way to, to go, you know, I kind of like the way this tastes, maybe I can take it for a test ride and see what happens. Right. So, um, for me, it was more just the fact of God burdened me to, to fall in love with the local church and the hmm. local body, and I wanted to serve every way I could, and... Student ministry kind of opened the door, and I'm one of those guys where when the door opened itself, I walked through, Right. which same for when I was in college with marketing. I mean, I just I needed a paycheck, and someone said, hey, we can get you in on the yearbook team. So I did that, and then within a year, I was the project manager over the entire university's promotional materials That's for, cool. for print, not web, yeah, but right. print. I was, that happened in a year, so I'm like, man, I got a knack for this. Mm-hmm. So now I'm able to take that and put into the church world. And now, I mean, a mixture between my, hopefully my conversations are good on, on the podcast, but I'm able to use a bunch of other tools that I have do to to help grow podcasts, to help the church. Right. And I mean, our Facebook page is exploding right now with church mm-hmm. and um, website is I, like, I was like, we actually had a, I had, a, I'm not bragging, but I had a call with, but I'm going to brag, humble brag, humble brag, but uh, a marketing company, <laughs> I had them look at our are. stuff to see right. where my SEO was at. And they are calling me like, okay, so what are you doing? And I told them all that I was doing, all I had planned, what the next 90 days was supposed to be and they were speechless wow i shut them down and they didn't know what to say Hmm. besides they were like um uh, that that's really how big is your church Eh, like a little over 200 people drop dead speechless it was legit wow um and i was asking them like questions in the weeds and it was fun but i'm able to use what i was able to experience to go do it because i'm a i'm a just do it guy like opportunity presents stuff do i have time to do it yep does it sound fun yep all right Let's do it. If it right. doesn't work out, eh, it's okay. AKA our podcast. Exactly. We were just like, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's let's just do it. So that was kind of. I mean, long story short, yeah. um, I it it wasn't a call of like that the Apostle Paul call. It was more the fact of Jesus didn't God, blind you with his no glory not at all. It was oh, more man. so the fact of yeah I I I want to fo- I want to follow God and whatever He leads me. Right. I love the local church.
1: You step through I, open doors, and I
0: stepped through open doors, and I I found myself here.
1: So. That kind of leads me into, you know, we talk about people and trying to find God's will and teenagers, and that's their big struggle, Mm -hmm. especially.
0: uh, I think adults have it, too. I think they're just too busy.
1: I agree. Well, I don't don't disagree, but I don't agree with that. And the reason why I say that is because I think adults do think about it. I just don't think they tell people they think about it.
0: Mm. See, teenagers are like adults. They just speak whatever's on their mind, and adults keep it in. Yeah, that's how I They it. internalize it. Yep. But, uh,
1: anyways, uh, so what are some ways that uh, you've heard that people
0: view God's will? Oh, dude, this is fun. Can, can I, put, can I, put a plug in? Can I Go put a plug it. in? Go so, last school year, like, like we we let off with this series. So, I will put in the show notes my sermons from the series called "From Here to There: Finding God's Will for Your Life." So, mm. I did four. Of one, I did one um, with "What Is God's Will? How Do You Find It?" The other one was um, "Death by Choices." Of how do we make decisions? Right. Third one was how do you find a how do you find your soulmate? In reality, I don't believe in soulmates, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, and then the last one was um, I disagree with you living there. in the tension of um, being sent into the world that that not in the world of the world right. and yep. and how do we. Be in God's will, but also be in the world at the same time. So it was, it was a lot of fun.
1: I'm going to disagree with you on the soulmate thing. Oh, I know, our, I know a podcast conversation then. Mine's going to be an easy one. It doesn't have to take a whole podcast. I'm just going to plug it in right here. And you say, yep. And I'm going to say, God knows the beginning from the end, so he knows who you're going to be with. So therefore, a.k.a. soulmate done.
0: But I think, <laughs> but this is what I, this is why I disagree. Simplified. So many people because, and so this goes into, okay, this goes into how people view God's will. Right. Um, I wrote down four different ways of, of people have God's will. One is a target. Like you picture this target up on the wall. And unless you hit that bullseye, you're out. You miss. You're, you're, you're wrong. You right. didn't get it right. You did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're focused on this target and no matter which way you take, you got to get that target. Um, another one is the roadmap. Of you're trying to get from South Bend to I don't know let's let's pick somewhere place warm that we can drive to oh, oh Florida Florida what, what what part of Florida you want to uh, go Orlando want to go Disney let's go Disney <laughs> let's go Disney so you have from here to there. How do you get there? Well, you have right. a map. You you got to know the right way to go. If you take the wrong turn, you're not going to end up where you, you're you've supposed missed to be. It again, right? So, so a lot of people view God's will as that: is you have to follow this perfect path. Which, going back to soulmates, they're like, "What if I pick the wrong spouse? Do, am I outside of God's will?" In mm-hmm. my opinion, is the fact of no pick someone you actually like and you think is kind of cute and you can get along with super super well and love their socks off.
1: Yeah. See, I think we agree. Like you choose. We to agree, that but we disagree. What my my point of it was that. Uh, God knows all, sees mm-hmm. all, and is all. And oh, so I agree. Therefore, I agree. Therefore, who we end up being with is our soulmate because God's already predestined well, it's, it's, it. I, I think and predestination, more of like, that's another podcast. <laughs> but I think of
0: like Friends or all these other shows where they're like, oh, I just don't think you're my soulmate. Right, yeah. And it's like, no, you pick someone and then you love them. Right. Um, so another one, though, that I thought this was kind of interesting was mm-hmm. A Walk Through the Woods. Of hmm. uh, It's this big mess. You don't know what's going on, so you're just going to wander, and where you end up, you end up. Right. Which I don't think is a good way either because you could end up wandering and oops like i fell off a cliff <laughs> or or i'm more so thinking like you ended up at the village like in right. the movie Ooh, like yeah. oops like so um and then another one i thought this was cool was like a downloadable pdf like like, you pray to God, like, hey, can you, like, tell me, like, my roadmap and just, like, send it to me? So people will just sit and wait and not do anything. The same people that, like, flip through their Bible and go, all right, Lord, you yeah, stop yeah, me in the exactly. passage you wanted re- me to read. But they won't move until they know. Right. Like, so, like, I know people who, um, or, and I've heard stories of people who won't even ask a girl on a date unless mm-hmm. he knows that he's going to marry that girl. And it's like, dude, it's just coffee, bro. Go, get, just go. You know, go do it. Like, or right. those people where it's like, I need the perfect job, and I need to know exactly what I'm supposed to study, so I'm not going to do anything until I know what that right. is. And they need to download that. I, PDF. I'm going to go
1: do my gens in college, and then I'm just going to sit and wait at college until I know exactly. Like,
0: I'm, but I'm also not all about college too. We we talked yeah, about right. that. So, but I think a lot of people cause themselves so much... Str- this is another topic that I get very excited about, if you can't tell. Um, but I think a lot of people cause so much stress and anxiety and worry because they think, oh, I need to know exactly what God has planned for my right. life, and if I go outside of that, I'm in sin, or not just that, but my life will suck. Right. Hmm. So,
1: how do we find God's will, Mark? You don't. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: no, so um, so this is kind of how I teach it is I, I, I teach it like um, God's will is a playground. That's okay. how I describe it. Explain that to us. OK, so I, I, I teach it as God's will is a playground. Um, so for, for illustration purposes, um, if you live here in South Bend, you know, there's this magical place called Kids Kingdom. It it's is a wonderful it's, place. Dude, it's legit. Like it's. All it's an all wood playground that no matter what age you are, you can enjoy it. So like when I would take Elliot there at like two years old, like able to walk but not do too much stuff, Mm -hmm. he enjoyed Kids Kingdom because it wasn't like these elaborate um, new playgrounds where you have to like go over these suspended bridges and stuff. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it's it's wood. That's all it is. It's wood. So you just climb up through these mazes and go through these tunnels. And it's It's been around since we were kids. Like there's some like bridges and stuff like that. But yeah, even before we were kids, I think. Yep. Um, But the thing about this playground, though, is there's fence that goes around the entire playground, and there is one entrance, and that same entrance also serves as the exit. Right. So as a parent, I've seen a lot of parents, they will position themselves in such a way where they sit on a bench by the entrance and exit, and no matter where their kid is, they might not be able to see their kid, but it don't matter because unless they climb fences— they, they aren't getting out mm-hmm. like there is absolutely no way for them to get out like right. even the swings are in a different area but you still have to go through a path to get to the swings and that path still takes you right by the exit right So if you're sitting at the right spot you know your kid is safe mm-hmm. and I view God's will as that way as, as it's this massive playground with these fences and there's one way in and there's one way out the way in is called life the way out is called death mm-hmm. um, But the question then some people might be going okay like how the crap does that work like God's will is just a big playground. It's, it's, it's an interesting conversation, so hopefully people are okay with me building this picture in their yeah, minds. Yeah, yeah, break it down for um, us. So basically, this is how I view it. So anything inside the playground, a kid can play on. It doesn't matter if they go on the teeter-totter or the swings or the merry-go-round or the slide or the bridge or the this. Or the that. It doesn't matter what they do. As long as they stay inside the fence, they can do whatever they want. Now, there's rules while being inside of the playground that you have to follow. Like, okay, Elliot, you can't punch a kid to get off the swing. Like, that's, right. that's, a, that's a no-no. You can't push your sister down the slide because she's going too slow. you got to wait your turn. Like, there's still things they need to do. Right. But it doesn't matter what you do as long as you enjoy your time. So I describe that as, like, college choices. You have a 1,000 different college choices. Just pick one. Mm -hmm. like unless you know this is completely outside of god's will if you got four different colleges to choose from and you know you want to go to college you know you want to study figure out the pros and cons and then pick one it doesn't really matter like if you if you think oh if i go to iusb or um iu bloomington if i choose like bloomington oh no is is am I outside of god's will oh no i went there for a year i left okay i I must have been outside of god's will because now i need to go here in reality it's like no, just pick a college and go for it. Career, mm. jobs, education. Now, I, I am the person where it's like I don't like to live for the weekend in terms of I'm not one of those guys who works and then by the time Friday comes, you're just so excited about Saturday and Sunday and then you go back to work and you're miserable for 40 hours a week. Like, I don't want to live my life miserable for 40 hours a week. I want to enjoy what I'm doing those 40 hours a right. week. So I look forward to Tuesdays when I go back <clears> in the office You can get to do the grind. Now, I enjoy all my p- portions of my life too, but I don't hate my job. And I encourage people to don't do something you absolutely hate Mm because that just sucks. Um, but so basically everything inside the playground is safe. Now there's things outside the playground. And the question is then is, okay, so just like kids kingdom, as long as Elliot stays inside the walls, he's fine. And I believe that God actually sets up walls for us in our lives too. And when you're outside of these walls, then you're outside of God's will. Okay. If that makes any sense. I'm trying to follow you. Okay. I'm not so, sure I am, but I'm trying. All right, here you go. So I'll, I'll break it down this way. So again, anything inside the playground is fair game, as long as you stay within the four walls of the playground. There's four walls. Well, one, and in each one of these, I should say this. Um, I, have all the, I have lots of Bibles, though, Shay, so get ready for this. But um, in, the, in the New Testament, in the Bible, God only says, if, or not God, um, Apostle Paul or other writers will say, this is God's will concerning you. Mm -hmm. This is the only times you will read the words, this is God's will. And these are the four times that it says, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. One is, wall one, is rejoice always, pray constantly, and give thanks in everything. So, wall one is you always have to rejoice, you always have to pray, and you always have to give thanks. A friend of mine says, hallelujah, anyway. Doesn't matter what's going on in life, you always, always, always rejoice, pray, and give thanks. So that's wall one. Okay. Um, and, and I can go into that a little bit later if we want. Um, wall two is bear fruit and c- know God better. So wall one is pray, rejoice always. Number two is bear good Christian fruit. In other words, the fact of actually live like a Christian. Right. Like bear good fruit. In other words, you know a tree by its fruit. You know an apple tree because of an apple. You know a Christian because of their Christian deeds. Mm-hmm. So always, always, always bear fruit and seek to know God better. Um, the third one, which is the one that most people think, is uh, be sexually pure. Because 1 Corinthians 4, 3 says, for this is God's will for your sanctification that you keep away, that you abstain from sexual immorality. That you know how to control your body. Um, And then the last one is, actually, this is kind of a more metaphysical one. And it's, be filled with the Holy Spirit from from Ephesians 5. Um, Because it actually says in there that don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And this is what the Lord's will is. Don't be drunk with wine, which leads to reckless living, but be filled with the Spirit speaking together in Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making music with your hearts to the Lord. Give thanks always for God, uh, for everything, to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. So the, those are the only times in the New Testament where you actually read the Apostle Paul said, this is God's will concerning you. Mm-hmm. And one is pray and rejoice. Number two is bear, like, bear fruit, live like a Christian. Number three is abstain from sexual immorality. Number four is... I mean, for lack of a better word, don't get drunk with wine, but be controlled by the spirit. As long as you do those four things, you can make whatever choice you want, in my opinion, because those are the, the compass, the guidelines, the roadmaps to make those decisions. Hmm. So if you ever go, okay, so what if I want to go to this place and do this thing? Well, you put it to the grid. Does it, does it pass these four layers? And after that, then you can still ask the question of, is this still best? Because you can still ask the question: Is this how I want to spend my time? Is this where I want to do this? Um, so my view for God's will is it's more of a playground, and less of a roadmap and a target.
1: Hmm. Okay. That's that's
0: how I teach it. And I know you're you got a you got a, a countering look. It's no, I have just never heard it put that way before. Um,
1: I don't agree or. Just, and hopefully, I justify. I I, I, I don't I agree or di- well. dis-, dis. I don't agree or disagree because. You know me, it takes time to really mull over something new right? that I've never heard of to make sure... You know me, I test all spirits. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to but be. Like, so I'll just give you a quick synapse of how I've always viewed the the will of God, and yep. it's going to be real short. And it may have fallen into one of the categories that yeah, you... Yeah, I took said. a lot of time to <laughs> that. Yeah, so well, mine's just going to be... So um, I, was, I always have viewed it, right or wrong, all right? I'm just... Because mm-hmm. uh, I want to look into, more into... After we finish recording, I want to look more into what you just said. I'll send you my notes. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. So, But I've always looked at it as there's a perfect will of God and there's an allowable will. Two okay. Two different wills. Okay. I, I never heard it this way before. So the perfect will of God, uh, let's take uh, the Adam and Eve, for example. Okay. Perfect will of God. You shall not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Per- that's his perfect will. Right. You shouldn't do that. It's a command. He... His allowable will is what took place. They went per take. Mm. So they went outside of his perfect will that he had for him. but his allowable will is that he still had it and let it go on. Mm. He didn't try to stop it because of free will. Uh, similar to to our life, there is a perfect will and there is an allowable will. Okay, And just because you hit the allowable will doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing. But in everything, that you should test the spirits. And if you um, follow the guidelines of the Bible, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Um, you seek his face, and you be still and know who he is. And as you, as a lot of people from the old times like say, hey, listen to that still small voice. <laughs>
0: yep. um, from Elijah, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, if you do those things, um, naturally doors will be open. Naturally. So you, so you'll th- kinda have an idea of of where to go based on your gifts, your interests, mm, your likes, you your dislikes. Um and so you'll kinda gravitate towards somewhere. Um but the again there's a perfect will and an allowable will. So like a perfect will for me, my life. My perfect will uh was we'll to make th- a podcast. That <laughs> that <laughs> I, I believe God had for my life was to remain pure and follow in his ways, right? Not, uh, not partake in the sexual immorality and stuff that I did in my past. That mm-hmm. was that was his perfect will for me. And he did the allowable will. I chose a different path. I went and had premarital sex, did drugs, got drunk, did all that stuff. Why didn't you do your laundry? But he didn't strike me down dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it was like, oh, you're outside my will. Bite Obsc- You're gone. Bye. See you. You're out did of the... Do you always no. say... Did you yeah. almost say? Guy wasn't say "screw you" yeah. and explode? Yeah, almost. <laughs> I almost said. I stopped Woo! myself. Welcome uh, to the Real Talk Christian Podcast, yeah. folks. So, uh, so that's kind of the way I've always viewed it, it, though, is that there's
0: there's the perfect will and there's an allowable will. So let me ask you this then, because I'm not going to say my view allows for this, because there, there's a, I mean there's still a little bit more that goes along with it, with how do we make decisions? So for you. Um, you have perfect will. You have allowable will. Right. You have two different decisions you have to make. Mm-hmm. How do you make the right decision without the fear of going outside the perfect will? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I get what you're saying.
1: You're playing in your playground again. I, I like my <laughs> playground, and I can explain why I like the playground because I didn't but, quite finish uh, the decision making part. It's it's similar to what you said that uh, yeah. We're naturally gifted, and we and God gives us natural um, interests. Okay. So your interests, you know, have been wanting to serve, wanting to do these things since you had that influence in your yeah. life. That's a natural interest. Um, yeah, and the marketing, social media. I mean, yeah. it's all stuff I enjoy. Right. Exactly. So you naturally gravitate to to, to want to do those things. Um, there was my godfather used to put it this way. Uh, you, you hear a lot of people in marriages or in our relationship with God, it's 50-50 partnership. You know? That's mm. what everybody always says. It's not. God has done his part, 100%. Okay, He came. He gave us away. He told us how to live. He told us how to seek him and how to grow close with him. And the closer you are with God, the easier it is to understand his will. But you have to do your part. You have to give your 100%. Mm. And you have to dedicate that time. Uh, it was a like we were talking about with your with your Thanksgiving um, thing that you did <laughs> that that you wanted to be thankful and say something. For the, oh, yeah, 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 you. yeah.
0: So I thought uh, you were talking about like my day of contentment.
1: I'm like, I don't know how that. No, applies no, to this. but it's that discipline. You have to get in that discipline of it. Um, you have to do your part. You can't just sit back and wait on God because God's already done His part. Mm. You have to do your part. It's a it's a partnership, and it's not a 50-50. You don't give half of your life because God doesn't give half. He gives a hundred percent.
0: Well, even Jesus says, I mean, you got to die to yourself, pick up your cross, and right. follow me. Right. It's everything, mm-hmm. um,
1: and if you do that, it, it's hard to explain. But you you kind of you just like know? you just kind of know. You kind of know by by interests, um, and by doors being open, uh, and whether to walk through them. Uh, you know, um, coming to Southside. Mm, Okay, yeah. Janiel and I had prayed about. This is a good story about going to several churches, and uh, I said, "God, I don't, I don't know what to do." You know, we couldn't find a church that we agreed with. Every time we'd go to a church and hear a message, it's like, "Whoa, that's (laughs) that's not (laughs) in the Bible." (laughs) Yeah, that that that's something interesting and. You know, It's not like we just went once. Sometimes we'd go to a certain church. We'd be like, oh, the first couple of weeks were good, and then we'd go again, and it's like, whoa, what's that? Mm-hmm. So we came to Southside. After praying and praying and praying, God opened the door. Okay, So the church we left, uh, we didn't take it lightly leaving. There was issues and then reasons why we left the church, which I won't get into. Um, but uh took two years. It was two years of prayer before we decided to just hmm. leave our, our previous church gathering. Um, and it was three months of searching for us, which doesn't seem long for a lot of people that have been searching for a church. But, but, but for you us were was, involved in your last yes, church. Big yes, time. V- very involved with the, the leadership and we were in leadership roles. And, um, so for three months, not having a home church or a home body to meet with was devastating for us. Hmm. And I say devastating because we long for community. Yep. Um, but we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, God, show us your will. And we didn't just say, we're just going to sit here and wait for you to tell us, thou shalt go. You know, mm-hmm. it was show us, show us, let let us feel your presence where you want us. And so we visited church after church. I mean, we probably did, I don't know, somewhere between five and ten churches we visited. Three
0: months, yeah, because you guys try a couple times. Yeah, it's like a good. It's a Netflix. You got to try it a couple, times. right?
1: You got to you got to watch one episode. Except if, the if you're Mandalorian. Not, if you're not sure, then you got to watch episode two, and then you can make an opinion. Let's see, Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian. Bam. Yeah. So we came to Southside, and the moment we left Southside, we both looked at each other and go, "This is where we're at one out of ten. This is where we feel God is calling us." Mm-hmm. One one time, just coming in, uh, the people there, the message that Scott Scott preached. The fact that he was doing out of the New King Jimmy. New that King was Jimmy. Near and dear to my heart.
0: That youth pastor is pretty dope, too. But
1: we also went home. We were at the mission statement that, that Southside has and, and what they their philosophies and.
0: Yeah, philosophy and ministries. Yeah, and, right. yeah.
1: So, you know, we did our part. We, we did the research. We went and, and visited the church and we felt it's hard to explain, but we knew. We just knew. God hit us in such a way. It wasn't a still small voice. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't audible. It wasn't him slamming the, you know, slapping us upside the head or slamming a door in our face saying, you will go here. It was just something he put in our heart. Yeah. And, and it was an interest and uh very similar, um, Philosophies and theologies that we had, and we shared based off of what we read and what we heard, and we just knew that Southside was the church for us. And that, so that's what I'm talking about, yeah. I'm kind of with it all.
0: So, so, and I want to make sure I say this, like, with my view of the playground, I we may agree. Like well, I said, well, I haven't really right, heard it put you, that way. So, you know, sometimes, like, I'm such a practical person. Like, you got your Marys and you got your Marthas, right? Like. If someone's gotta stir the chili, the boys gonna stir the chili. Like it's yeah. just that's just my personality. So I'm a I'm a go go go. I'm a Mary here Martha. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so I don't I want to make sure I don't take the spiritual element out of the playground. Right? Because at the end of the day, I mean. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is inside of us, guiding us and moving us and doing that. I don't want to ever take that away. Well, and I don't think you're saying. But, no, I'm not. Well, just cuz
1: the Bible doesn't clearly say it does means you can just go and have at it. You know, right. I don't think you're trying to say that at all
0: with right. the playground and No, no, it, but it's it's more the fact of and this is kind of where my question. Next question is going for you. This is just personal question. Um when you before you found Southside, um were there other good churches that you were like maybe, like maybe this would be or was it more that it's like you just were like this it we're going here, no questions asked. There's not even a competition anymore. There, like there wasn't a choice to make.
1: There was, there was it. a couple that we had visited and a couple more that we actually wanted to go visit after Southside that we had planned on going to visit. Mm. Um there was one in particular that we were like, yeah, yeah. I mean they had one message that was uh, questionable, mm. but I could have I could have not the youth, taken it. That's probably but, the youth pastor preaching. But I could have I could have gone up and, and talked to to the pastor yeah. and, and to really understand it. Cause you know, sometimes we just misunderstand what the point they're trying to get across. Right. Yep. Um, but, uh, so there was one church and I'm not going to name any church names because it's just, that's not who I am. I want to know who we be, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, I'll give you one <laughs> church um, that we were going to, we planned on going to the, the, I think it's called the Oak or the Oak tree or, Something here in South Bend. Oaktree Community Church? Yes. Pastor
0: Daniel Geprick? Yes, we were planning on you know, he going was, to visit there. So his brother was the youth pastor before me at Southside. Oh. And I actually played bass at that church, and I was looking at doing an internship there. We're just we just missing each other all the time. Dude, bro, I mean, <laughs> I got connections, man. Soulmates. I got connections, bro. That's where I first started seriously actively playing bass in church. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: so we actually planned on the next week after Southside going and visiting there. Um, and one of the reasons why we really were trying to stay you know near like where Southside is at is because at that time we lived on the south side of South Bend and then you left us. To me, it's it's like if we're going to be at a church, we want to be at a church where we can impact our own community that we live in every day.
0: And then and you drove. No, i not got to drive like 15 minutes it's to your 15 house. 15 minutes, man. It's I live that within much. a mile of three Starbucks. I ain't used to driving nowhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> been the hardest
1: adjustment is like Aldi's isn't like a mile down the road for us anymore. Yeah, it's kind of like hard. Like it used to take me four minutes to get to your house from, from my house. Like that's how close we live. <laughs> On a bad day. And you actually live like... Two blocks, two two or three blocks down from where I grew up at. Here in like South Bend. it's nuts. Yeah, yeah it's, I grew
0: I grew up about four blocks away from where I grew up. Yeah. Man, I'm uh, more blocks, but so so here's the we're gonna go long on this podcast. That's okay. right. <laughs> um, so when you have two good decisions to make, all right. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm a pros and cons, you know, like yep. like you know you got you're a pros and cons,
1: and I'm a I'm, I'm a pros and cons. I'm guy. a I'm a feel the Holy Spirit guy.
0: Right. So <laughs> if you get your pros and cons. Let's let's say uh. Okay, job opportunities, right? Yep. So you got two, di- two different job opportunities. Right. And you're like, okay, I could do both. Both sound exciting. Both have good pay. Both have good competitive mm-hmm. benefits. Both right. have good hours. I mean, obviously there's going to be like a little bit of like, oh, I like this better here, but I like this better there. How do you decide which I, one of those two you make? You Because that's where have, a lot of the stress comes in. Of and, and if you're thinking God's will, oh, what if I choose the wrong job and now I'm yeah. outside of God's will because he had this in store for me, so, you know? So... I actually
1: have an example of where this happened. Yo! Me. So I was working at a at a place
0: in Goshen, Indiana, called Stair Supplies. In case, in case people don't uh, know, Goshen's like what, like twenty? Uh, fi- no, it's is that twenty miles, Or uh, closer than that?
1: No, it's it. Yeah, probably well, it's, it's over by Elkhart. I think so. it's like twenty-five to thirty miles. i will say m- maybe it's minutes, about. But. It was it's from here. It's about fifty minutes. It's okay. about fifty minutes from your house right now. Okay, um, it's called Stair Supplies. Great company. East, east of South Bend. Great company. If you're ever looking for stair treads or anything like that, here's a little plug-in for them. What, Even what's, what's, not... a,
0: what's a stair tread? Like... Stair
1: tread is like what you walk on. Oh, like actual stairs. Yeah, stairs. Okay. They build like actual wood stale, stairs, stair railings, or oh, okay. they do like the the metal ones with like the cable, the stainless steel cable running through it, or oh. glass panels. And Like they are great. Great company That's to cool. work for. But So the, you were working for them out in working. I was working for them out okay. in the Ocean. Um The owner was a Christian. So it was like every morning we opened up with prayer. Went where at any job other than Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A don't even do that. Yeah, like it was prayer. Man. Like um, he would pay for us to go do like men's conferences and, and like dude, like Bible that's conferences. cool man. Yeah, he was um, an amazing. His name's Len Morris. Uh, he's he's one of the best guys I could have ever worked for cool. or met. Um, but so I was working for him. I'd been there for just about a year and. uh
0: were you, were you married at, to Janine at the time? Yep. Or yep. You, this
1: was just uh, uh, three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, the job for where I work now, which I, I won't name because I'm not supposed to, so it's legal. <laughs> um, but you're a steel worker. I'm a steel worker. This job, uh, opportunity opened up, and it's swing shift. It's a lot of hours, more than 40 hours a week. And it uh, swings, so some sometimes you're morning, was, sometimes your nights. Right, every week it changes. Yeah. Um, I used to work like 7 days on, 3 days off, 5 days on, 2 days off, 7 days on, Goodness. 3 days off, yeah. And you remember those cuz I'd only make church on Sundays for like twice a month or something.
0: And like I knew that. like if you were at church at a certain time, you were going to be at small groups on Tuesdays, right. but yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a weird it was messed a mess. up, yeah. So, uh, And
0: you had two little kids at the same time? At this time. Right? Or did you, at well, this you time just had I hadn't Piper.
1: even had Piper yet. Yo. So, yeah. So, uh, well, I,
0: well, I mean, like, you, but you were swing in the midst of having these kids. So it was yes, it's been a it yeah. Was, was yeah. Rough. So,
1: but at this time in my life, when I'm working at Stair Supplies, I'd got this thing that says, Hey, you're hired. We want you to start on December 3rd. Well, no, it was December 13th. I got the email. They wanted me to start January 3rd from from the steel mill. All these amazing benefits and financially it would it would help. Did you apply for family. the gig or they just oh, said yeah, you're no, in? No, I, it, yeah, I had been applying for it. Um, how old was I at the time? Uh, I had been applying for it for about nine, nine or ten years. Oh goodness! So it, so it was it's something. It's it, where my dad worked. I grew up. I saw all the benefits. I saw the 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 things he could do for his family.
0: So this wasn't like um, you just applied overnight. Like, to this me, was a long time.
1: When I dropped out of college, I and you know I was doing aircraft maintenance. I had I, all through that time I had been trying to get into this place. Dang, okay. Cause it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, the golden ticket thing.
0: So, so, so you were offered the opportunity for the job.
1: So I was offered the opportunity for the job, but at the time, I had a debacle. Um, that's a fun word. Yeah. Debacle. What, debacle. So uh, I loved... De Taco? I, <laughs> Del Taco? Del Taco Rio. Taco uh, <laughs> Tuesday. Um, but I loved the company I, uh, that I work for, Stair Supplies. I made good enough money to take care of my family. Um, Christian Guy. Christian Guy. I mean, it was... Something different every day I was uh, An assistant plant manager there I was uh, Part of the R&D Department So I was Getting to make stuff And do different oh, things that's cool It was Monday through Friday Days Yeah I had to work Some late hours at times But never any weekend. But everybody, everybody and, has to work late Right So it was A fantastic place to work for I was friends with The plant manager Friends with the owner Friends with the CEO The COO I actually went to church With the COO And like It was just it, cool was it was a family It was a family and so I didn't want to leave, uh, and so I'm praying about it. And I, uh, when I got the letter, I, I emailed the HR person back, and I said, um, "Can I have a week to think about it?" <laughs> and my parents, my dad's like, "Are you crazy?" He's like this is you've been trying to get in here. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. If you pass it up, they do not offer you the job ever again. Like this is a one shot deal. They will not give you this job shot again. Wow. So I'm like, oh man! And I'm sitting here talking to Janiel, and I'm praying and I'm praying and praying. And I talking to the pastor, of the, the old church. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to do, you know that that conundrum that that students or adults face in their yeah. lives. Where and it wasn't uh, they next in the the it, it was the
0: student wasn't next door. It was a hall.
1: Right. Yeah. At the time, right.
0: It would have been a hall for you.
1: So, um, yeah. So it's <laughs> you know it's two good opportunities. And one, it felt like family. And um, I actually sat down with the owner and said, hey, I'm got offered this job and I'm thinking about this and he he goes uh well you have to think about what you want to do with your life do you want to go punch a clock do the same thing over and over and over again or do you want to do something new each and every day may not be as steady as that would be but it's um it, you know you just got to kind of figure out what you yeah, want yeah for, there's pros and cons of each yeah, yeah. so he was a pros and cons guy like you To me, I'm the follow the Holy Spirit guy. So I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and and had other people praying and and sought advice. And nobody could really give me a clear answer other than, well, both things are good, so it's kind of up to you. Right. And it's like, whoa, what do I do? And I can tell you I made the choice to go to the steel mill, obviously. Um, And it has been the hardest thing for my family, but the best thing for my family at the same time.
0: Hmm. So so can I ask, why did you choose this? I mean, this is real talk now, man. This is off script. So
1: I felt like I was supposed to go there. I didn't know the reason. um, But I feel like the Holy Spirit was telling me, this is where I want you. So you were just like, okay. So I said and I really don't want to leave. I was fighting it. I was fighting the Holy Spirit on it. I felt that that's what the Holy Spirit was saying to me, but I was fighting it because I did not want to leave. Even though it was a hall to Goshen for me, uh, I absolutely loved where I worked. Loved it. And I mm-hmm. was very well invested in it. And uh, I finally said, okay, God, okay, if this is where you want me, I don't know why you want me here because I'm I'm at a place where it's, I'm surrounded by Christians and you're sending me into the, the lion's den here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. I don't understand why. Um, but I do now of, um, so I started January 3rd, January 5th. I didn't have any insurance at the other place. January 15th, um, Piper was born and I had full benefits. And so that hospital bill was a lot cheaper, Uh but not only that from the spiritual side, I've had so many spiritual conversations and, and so many teachings to, um, uh, there's a guy that I worked with, uh. That we would talk about, you know, he had just gotten saved. He's in his late fifties, mid to late fifties, just accepted Christ as his Savior. And we're sitting here; he's going to a Bible study, and we're sitting here talking and talking theology. And I'm teaching him, hmm. and and our podcast here has reached people. We were just talking about it tonight; has reached people that I work with.
0: What's um, those steel <laughs> meal people?
1: <laughs> so it's it's been a great experience being able to talk and share and live life. Um, not with people that make me comfortable. Mm. But God sent me into a place that I wasn't comfortable. It's like a mission field all of right. a sudden. Right, exactly. So um, it's been challenging, uh, but it's been great for my my walk with God.
0: And, and and you've even had to make other decisions inside of the steel mill, mm-hmm. where they were both good decisions. Right. Better hours or less money. And all of all, all right. the decisions that all of us have to face all the times. Right. And, and you've had to make those. and. And, you know, with, with my theory, I'll, I'll call it the playground theory. We'll call it the playground all right. theory. I'm, I'm on board with your playground you know, theory. So, or you can view it as a lens. If, as long as it passed these four things, right. okay, how do you do it? And so the, the the way I taught it, and this is how I view it too, is let's say you got two good choices, all right? So you're a guy... You got two girl prospects. Well, let's be honest, some dudes, if y'all just got one girl prospect, marry that lady because they know I'm going to talk to you again. <laughs> but like you got like, you know, you're you're a girl guy trying to find a spouse. You got a couple options. You, you're you trying to find colleges. Okay, you got three good options. You have work opportunities, all these different options between, you know, if you have, if you're facing a decision between two, and I want to say this, good things, not just two random things. Like there's some things where it's like, yeah, you you, you probably shouldn't do that. Like that's yeah. that's just not wise. But if you're faced with a decision between two good things, we need to stop asking what does God want me to do? And start asking the question of, Am I pleasing God in this decision? Mm-hmm. So stop asking of, you know, what does God want me to do here? I don't know, so I'm just gonna sit and do it. But just start asking the question of Am I pleasing God in this decision? Like if 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 you go to the steel mill, will you be pleasing God in this decision? Well, the answer was like, Yeah. The other decision, yeah. I mean you'll be pleasing God in which, whichever way you go. Um, but sometimes that can help you between the two decisions that you make. Like if you make a decision just because you either want more money or you want something, it's right. like, is that necessarily, like, will you, will you be pleasing God in this decision? And mm. you know, okay, like, Oh, I can take this job opportunity you can give me a raise. That's cool. But i ain't going to be able to go to church on Sundays anymore. Right. All of a sudden it's like, you got more money to take care of your family, but are you pleasing God in the decision to cut church mm. out? Yeah. Um, and, and this is the, the real question is why do we need to ask this question? Um, and the answer, uh, was given to me by, um, uh, Kevin DeYoung. He's a writer with not desiring God, but with the gospel coalition. So it's a different, mm, different okay. platform. Uh, he wrote a book that's called just do something. And basically like th- a lot of my thoughts come from him. He didn't call it a playground, but it was just the fact that as long as you're not doing this, you're okay. I'm like, it's, it's kids. That's kids kingdom. That is kids kingdom. That's a playground. It's a playground. Um, but he answered the question of, why do we need to ask this question of, am I pleasing God in this decision? And he said, this question reflects our heart, our hearts and our motives. We no longer try to figure out what God wants, but now we ask ourselves if we are actually following God in our day-to-day life. So it's a heart check. It's a motive yeah. check of, is this for me, or does this actually please God? And at the end of the day, I'm more the person where it's like, how do I know God's will for my life? I'm like, just make a decision and do it, man. Like, as long as you're not sinning, go for it. Like, I, I tell the teens all the time, like, there's this old, not an old quote. It's old because teenagers have been saying it for a couple of years. But, like, you know the whole, like, the, like the quote of, you do you? Like, you do you, boo. Like, whatever you want to do, you, just, you do you. Um, my thing, and my teens laugh whenever they hear it. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you do you. Unless he's about to sin, then don't do you. If he's not about to sin, then you can do you. Do you unless you can do Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We just do do that again. <laughs> but but either way, so when you're trying to follow God's decision, like th- I like to view it as a playground, man. It takes away the stress. It takes away the anxiety mm-hmm. of oh, it's not a, like it's not a roadmap. It's not a target. If 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 you were supposed to end up here versus way back here, you have no idea what the future holds. God's in tomorrow. Let him worry about tomorrow. What are you supposed to do? Right. We talked about it. What can like how could worry add one single day to your life? It can't. So right. worry about today. Cause let's be honest. Today's got enough struggles in and of itself, oh, yeah. and and I actually um, wrote this on our church's Instagram um, this past week. So for listeners, it was back like November like thirteenth is when I posted this, maybe the maybe yesterday. But it's the fact of um, you read in James where the fact of you know, oh we're gonna go into tomorrow, we're gonna go to such and such a city and make such and such money, and and James goes, nah, dude, your life's a vapor, like you Great. don't know, and a lot of people see that as a threat of, you can die today, are you going to follow Jesus? And that wasn't the purpose of that. It was literally the fact of Look, your life's a vapor, man. You 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 you're going to be here one minute and gone the next. Right. So live in today. Like don't live in tomorrow, but we have to make decisions to have a better tomorrow and to set us up for tomorrow and have a good success. But at the end of the day, are you following God's will for your life right now? With how you interact with your kids, how you interact with your spouse, how right. you interact with your friends, the language that you're using, the thoughts you're having, the the, the the porn you're watching, so the pretty much stuff every, you're doing. Every like, podcast op, uh, episode we've had thus far <laughs> that we've talked about. <laughs> pretty much, man. It's be holy, man. Like, are you being holy right now? As long right. as you're being holy, fleeing from sexual morality, rejoicing, hallelujah anyways, rejoice in all things, um, actually filling yourself with the Holy Spirit rather than filling yourself with stuff that can control you. Right. Enjoy the playground, man. Go have fun. That's my closing thoughts. Hmm. Okay. What are your closing thoughts, big guy? My
1: closing thoughts are... Um, Do less, God bless? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it right there. Rub-a-dub-dub, thank you, Lord, for the grub.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I love it. Uh, no, I no think, what you
1: got, man? I think you put it pretty well. Um, You're still chewing over the playground idea. I am. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure if I'm on board with it or if I am. I, I just... I'm going to have to mull Chew over it. Chew on her. it, dude. I'm going to have to. I'll send you my notes. Because I worry that that saying uh, just go have fun is dangerous. Mm. Um, that's that's my hang-up. That's what I'm still mulling over. Just as long as you stay within the walls, go have fun. And it's like...
0: I mean, I... I, and I yes, I, told I get the it. Teens, There's rules while being inside the playground.
1: Yeah, and I get that, but I just...
0: But isn't life full of danger? I mean, God put Adam and Eve in a garden with a tree, knowledge of good and evil. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm
0: still mulling <laughs> over it. I just this is my this is this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, besides sports, yeah, and coffee, yeah, and marketing.
1: It's it's a good topic. Um,
0: but no, oh, don't keep mulling it over, bro. Like you're yeah, literally no. like I'm watching your eyes. Like you are thinking oh, hard I, about this. My bro. gears are grinding on this one. Maybe we need a follow up after you thought about it.
1: The no, rebuttal. I, no, I see. I don't know if I want to rebuttal though. I I like the illustration. I really do. I the only snag is the go out and have fun clause that you got in there. I think we still need to be careful even on the playground because we can still get hurt. Yep, still can fall off the the monkey bars and end up in the ER. So there's still some caution that needs to be taken, even though you're within the playground. You need to use discretion and be
0: wise, obviously. Yes, and that's I think it goes back to as being, and that's that's where my pros and cons list comes in. Right, be wise in your decision. Right. If you marry her just because she's cute, bro, we all go into ugly when we're sixty. See, but beauty, beauty, don't meaning. marry,
1: don't marry her just because she's cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I do. But in the words of Aaron Fairchild, that if you a, have to look at her every day. She might as well be cute, yeah. But <laughs> but that's not what it's supposed to be. Man. But in fifty years, she ain't gonna be cute. I can guarantee it.
1: Well, I hope she still Janelle will still be cute to you when, when when you're fifty. I won't be cute. I'm not cute to her now. But yeah, that, that's probably not true. <laughs> she probably yeah. Anyways, no. But what I'm saying is, she be, had three of your kids. I, I think she likes I'm, you. I'm a hard believer in the beauty fades. Oh, of course, beauty fades, and um, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Yes. There you go. There you go. Proverbs, baby. So
0: just be careful. Yeah, keep chewing over it, man. But if you got other opinions, other thoughts, please, please, please let us know. And if you say, Oh, it's like a roadmap and you gotta get there, I'm just going point blank say nope. Sorry, they don't we I'm got, just gonna say allowable will and perfect. Allowable will and will. And that, perfect that's where will. I'm
1: staying right there. Right now. I like it. Until I can mull over this because little.
0: I'm I I see where you're tracking with it. Yeah. I see where you're tracking and with I it. And I think
1: it's very similar to your playground analogy. It's very yep. similar. So, it just, it may be, we may be agreeing. But see, like, this is, this is because, one of the first
0: conversations where we're both going, huh. Yeah. We're mulling, we're chewing. We both
1: we're just thinking. brought
0: things that neither one of us have heard before, and it's great. I love it, man. I so, love it. But, hey, we got to sign off. But, before we sign off, what are fun facts with Fuller? Fun, fun facts. Today. Dude, okay, that was, try, you sounded tired. Fun facts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, today. What you got, boss?
1: Because it is the winter solstice season. Uh, winter solstice. <laughs> uh, that was so weird. I like okay. that. Uh, I, that I, was a lot of apple cider talking right there. <laughs> this was not spiked, bro. I'm uh, being filled
0: with spirit right uh, now. Anyway.
1: Okay, so Andy, uh, winter because, solstice. because that, that that's all going on, did you know that Iceland has an elf whisperer? who inspects construction sites before anything gets built to make sure no elves are hanging around. Shut up. Serious. Dude, can you... (laughs) Dude, okay, okay.
0: Next meeting, just put that in the bill. Just be like, hey, we need this position. (laughs) Look, I want to be the elf (laughs) whisperer. I want to make sure no elves are hanging around. uh, Dude, that would be the dopest business card ever, though. I'm an elf inspector. (laughs) I'm an elf whisperer. It's like... (laughs) Now, that's called being filled with something not the Holy <laughs> Yeah, them guys in Iceland need something to
1: do. <laughs> hey, the colder it is, the more bars that show up. Iceland, be I, thought, I thought Iceland was warm and Greenland was cold. It's true, but it's still freaking north.
0: I mean, they have the best <laughs> hockey teams ever because it's so cold. Did you just Christian cuss on me? <laughs> no, that's, that's Tim Hawkins stuff right there, man. Goodness. Oh, but, hey, either way, right. it is time for us to sign off. So, until next time. May the Lord be with you.
1: Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.